Today, I want you to open your mind, open your mind to the possibility that one day we will make contact with an intelligent civilization in outer space. We have in our possession a flying saucer. It's being flown to higher headquarters. There is a lie being told to everyone. There, there are extra dimensional beings that an earlier precursor of the, um, the space program made contact with. Do you believe are we alone? Is there life after death? This is the Very Normal Show. Introducing Marvel Man and your host, Sarah Martinez. Hey everyone, welcome to another Paranormal Hour of the Very Normal Show for January 27th with your host, Vera Martinez. Marfa Man. And Little Nish. And we are finally live. We made it. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Little technical difficulties with the internet. Sorry, everybody out there. We uh, ran into a little internet problem, but we're on. I think we were shut down. You never know. All this weird <laughs> stuff happening. But anyway, we are live from Austin, Texas, powered by Blog Talk Radio. The Very Normal Show can also be listened to on demand at blogtalkradio.com slash veranormal. And you can find us on iTunes. Okay. We have an amazing show tonight, guys. And despite the delay, we we just didn't want to reschedule because we were so excited earlier yeah. about it. We just were we were desperate to have this issue resolved. And here we are. We worked and through it. Yeah. We did. Yeah. <laughs> Houston, we had a problem. <laughs> it's every time we do this show, it's like launching a space shuttle. Yeah, it's like we work for NASA. Exactly, minus the. Uh, you know. Yeah, but we launched it. Yeah, we got it. We good. <laughs> but anyway, we have a very, very interesting show tonight. Oh yeah, this is going to be a great show. We're so excited to have our guest tonight. We have actually more than one guest tonight. For real? Well, kind of. Oh yeah. <laughs> sort of speak. Um, basically, we are interviewing an interdimensional light being as channeled by Jill Mera. Yeah? Yes. Sorry, <laughs> Anyone? I was, I was reading the notes. You're eyeballing me. Yeah. So, yeah, it sounds you know, it's pretty cool. It's the first time that we've done anything like this. So we're actually going to have, we're going to be talking to a, a light being through Jill Mara. People channeling from different dimensions. Yeah, from a different dimension. Is How is that? Cool. So, We've never done anything like this no. before. No. So if you have any comments or questions, please don't be shy. Our number is 818-532-9739. Again, that's 818-532-9739. How was your week? It was <laughs> it was really good. Um, we're moving, so you know my mind is going crazy. I have a lot of stuff going on this week, actually. Been there. You just got a new house. Yep. Congratulations. Congrats. Thank you. We just got First cable house internet. ever. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I hope it's not the same company as mine because I'm very very upset no, with them right now. We upgraded. So, but yeah, it's it's really cool. Looking forward to having you guys over. Okay. Um. 
Hmm? I'm trying to figure here something out. So okay. Um, so I was just in um, Maryland this uh, this last week. Business or pleasure? It was business, and um, I had a chance to zip over to the Smithsonian Institute. Have you ever been there? I have not. Where exactly is it? It's oh, in, it's in D.C. It's in D.C. Yeah, yeah, yeah Washington. Right. I saw the monument. Saw all the, uh, the the really cool landmarks. It's a cool little area. Yeah, maybe just a little bit, mm-hmm. but it, it was really awesome. Uh, I got to see um, the natural science uh, and also um, the space and air museum, which was my favorite. They had um, a bunch, They had the the space shuttle. They had uh, they had Apollo twelve. And they had the actual space suits that, that some of the astronauts walked on the moon. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, it was really cool. It still had, like, the space dust on the actual suit. Hmm. Yeah. What's the thing in, uh, by the, um, the the tower that's in the water right there uh, by the by, in D.C.? You know what I'm talking about. It's just a tall tower, like, oh, God, come on, it's right the there. Washington Monument? Is that what it is? Yeah. Just a real tall needle yeah, thing yeah, right yeah, there? Yeah. yeah, that was actually closed down because of the earthquake that happened recently. Um it's under construction because it cracked it. The earthquake actually cracked the monument. Do you know? I heard that like um, Jefferson uh, and Washington, when they were when they were all going into the design of Washington D.C., that that is supposedly some sort of a landmark coming from outer space, and uh, it's like geographically everything is a line there. Have you heard that? Yeah, I have heard that. Yeah. And and you know it's funny because I was walking around that place looking for you know all the conspiracy stuff like you know. Uh, the the one conspiracy about um, us never landing on the moon. Mm-hmm. I was I was trying to kind of figure it out. Like, is it possible we never landed on the moon? I am gonna have to say that I personally think that we actually did. Make but it. we why haven't we gone back? And that was that sixty-seven. A, that's actually a really good question. Like, why haven't we gone back? Yeah, I know it's, it's very interesting. It is cool. Do you want me to? Let's do some weird but true. Are you ready for that? You, what do you got? What do you got for us today? This is going to be Marfa Man's uh, space edition, weird but true. Are you ready? Are y'all ready? Weird but true. Greetings, everyone. Yes, like we said, this is going to be a new space edition. So, all right, Vera, let's uh, talk about your favorite... uh, Vera's favorite topic is aliens, currently. Um, so, let's start off here. A Russian scientist says that, this is cool, that a video um, of the surface of Venus from Soviet probe sent there in 1982 shows evidence, get this, of a scorpion-like creature. Oh my God. A video from 1982 that this guy never showed to anybody until recently shows some sort of a creature running around on Venus. Okay. I'll keep going. Wait a minute. He got footage from a creature on mm-hmm. Venus? Mm-hmm. How is he recording Venus? Let's see. Um, <laughs> along, he also got along with other objects that he believes are evidence of, uh, of life. However, NASA scientists say that objects um, in question are more likely video distortions and like uh, maybe a lens cap. Um, the man's name is uh, Leonid Casafomality, uh, works for the Space Research Institute of the Russian Academy of Science. And um, he recently published his uh, detailed analysis of the video taken by Russian Venus 13 probe. His article in the Russian Solar System Research Magazine points out three objects he says were constantly moving besides the scorpion that he saw. Um, he pointed out a disc-shaped object and a black patch. 
Really? Um, yeah, sort of. It's sort of hard to believe though because uh, Venus is actually can exceed like 800 degrees Fahrenheit. So it's life as we know it really can't like obviously sustain there. Yeah, yeah. But uh, NASA says that their thing is, of course, uh, it makes much more sense that it's a piece of. Uh, of the lander designed to break off during the deployment of one of the scientific instruments. Other experts disregard the disc as a lens cap and argue that the object that was found believes to be uh, a scorpion-like creature is actually just some distortion or noise from the video. But Kaspomolity um, disagrees, claims that the scorpion-like creature was actually moving around for about 26 minutes. 1982. Wow. wow. Before just disappearing. And he says that he thinks that they may have even been, uh, there may have been even other creatures in the area that just kind of scared away when the probe landed. Really? Pretty interesting. So it's not your typical little green men. We got scorpions now. Hey, I, I don't like know. It. I don't know if they can hurt you, but they might sting a bit. <laughs> All right. Continuing on our space journey here. Uh, staying with aliens, but adding abductions. Um, have you ever heard of the actri- actress Fran Dresser? Yes. You yes. know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I, I have the most annoying laugh on Earth? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, I'm glad you picked that up. So my my, intim- uh, my impression you get. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, she's... I'm ready for this one. <laughs> She's um she was the she was the actress from the na- the great show the nanny oh, yeah. and happily happily divorced and uh, so she claimed she was abducted and a chip was implanted in her hand really yeah she said uh, in her younger years she was abducted by aliens and that she was not alone dresser says her ex husband happily divorced producer and writer Peter Mark J- Jacobson was also abducted different times of their lives um, here's what Fran said. You know, it's funny because Peter and I both saw aliens before we knew each other. <laughs> All right. I'll stop there with him. <laughs> doing, doing the same thing. They were driving on a road with their dads. Both people at different times were driving with their dads and both got abducted later. And she also says, we were both in junior high. A few years later, we met and realized that we had the same experience. I think that somehow we were programmed to meet, Dresher says. We both have this scar. It's in the exact same place um, on our hands. Um, her ex-husband was totally convinced, uh, was not totally convinced that her joint alien experience theory was correct, and he thinks that he got the scar on her hand from, from a drill bit or a hot cup of water. She begs to differ. I said to him, that's what the aliens programmed us to think. But really, that's where the chip is. So maybe the aliens programmed her to have an annoying laugh like that. If they did, maybe they can make it stop. Anyways, UFO has a new meaning now. Okay. Unidentified Fran's object. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> all right. Thanks for the laugh. I like that. All, all right. right. I'll stop there. Um, all right. Um, how do you blast off your presidential campaign? Oh. Ow. Ask Republican candidate Newt Gingrich. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of stuff in the news on him. Right You're going to love this, okay. man. Let's hear it. All right. He said, if elected, he'd establish a colony on the moon by 2020. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. In a speech um, to supporters on the Florida Space Coast, Gingrich called for a plan and effort to colonize space. That's what he said. It's the second great launch of the adventure John F. Kennedy started, said Gingrich, when we were talking about the moon earlier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gingrich opened up the possibility of the moon becoming the 51st state, something he believes could happen once a permanent settlement reaches a population of 13,000, hey, Americans. 
So while a 19 uh, – get this. This is interesting too. While a 1967 United Nations document says that no one country can claim uh, ownership over the moon, the U.S., Russia, and China failed to sign a more recent U.N. treaty to settle the question of who owns the moon. Really? It's always like us to try to own, own the moon. It's like – We'll put 13,000 Americans yeah, up yeah. there, and it'll be our moon. And we'll probably trash that, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, Florida will hold its GOP presidential primary vote on Tuesday, January 31st, and polls show the race is actually close. Uh, first, I love that Newt Gingrich's name is Newt because it reminds me of a little girl from Aliens. Her name was Newt. I'm just saying. A little coincidence. Also, I thought this is funny that he told Florida he thinks we should get the moon. We should get the moon. And I thought it was funny that Florida is the sunshine state. <laughs> Oh, right. <laughs> couple more for you. Um, guess what? Um, guess what? You can have from space right now, right here on Earth. What? What? Meteorite wine. Oh, for really? real? For real? Um, this this that sounds this, expensive. They don't discuss the price, but check this out. This wine is aged with a 4.5 billion year old meteorite from the asteroid belt between Mars and Jupiter. Really? So, totally. The world's first meteorite-infused wine was created by a British winemaker and astronomer, Ian Hushian. Um, it's dubbed, the wine is called Meteorito. Um, and the cosmic Cabernet uh, Sauvignon from his very own mountain vineyard in the Cachapal Valley of Chile. After the grapes were picked, the fruit fermented for 25 days before undergoing a year-long fermentation that allowed the meteorite to marinate in the wine. <laughs> this is what you said. The idea behind submerging it in wine was to give everybody the opportunity to touch something from space. When you drink this wine, you are drinking elements from the birth of the solar system. Um, borrowed from an American collector, this particular meteorite crashed at the Atacama Desert about 6,000 years ago. That's according to Discovering News. Um, it's only available at his observatory, Centro Astronomico Tiagua, Chile. But Hushian plans to export the uh, unique blend here soon. So I haven't personally tried it, but I hear it's out of this world. Oh. <laughs> hey, but you never know, though. You might find it mediocre. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Lastly, let's end this one. Um, speaking of rocks, Albuquerque, New Mexico, a couple has found a suspect in the disappearance of their $4,500 engagement ring. Oh. Mm-hmm. And it's their 10-month-old Basset Hound dog. The veterinarian removed the ring from the dog named Coraline after x-rays showed it was lodged deep in the stomach. Rachel Atticon says that her and her husband, Scott, uh, had searched everywhere for the ring before beginning to suspect the dog ate it. She was the only one in our room, so we immediately looked at her, and she looked guilty, Atticon says. The vet said the Basset Hounds actually have a tendency to eat the rocks. So the couple now has their ring back. I don't know if you really want to wear it, though. Um, apparently Coraline was playing heads and tails with the ring. Unfortunately for the ring, it got both heads and tails. Oh, that's your weird but true with Marfa Man. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, sir. There you have it, another very strange segment of Weird But True. Stay tuned, don't go anywhere. We have an awesome guest tonight, and we are ready. We need to take a quick break, but we'll be right back. 
Welcome back. If you just logged in, we are The Very Normal Show. If you want to check us out, please go to www.veranormal.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Okay, I am so excited. We are ready to introduce our guest for tonight. Is she is she on? Is she call? Our guest for tonight is Miss Jill Mera, an nice. author of the channel book Keys to Soul Evolution, a gateway to the next dimension. She is a conduit for a higher dimensional beings. Jill is now going by her soul name Amaraya and has dedicated her life to sharing her ability to bring messages of spiritual growth to humanity. Amaraya connected with Simeon, the evolutionary collective of seventh dimension light beings, during a meditation exercise to meet her spiritual guides in September 2005. Instead of personal guidance, this collective delivered a message regarding the upcoming shift in human consciousness. Everyone, please welcome Amariah. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hey. <laughs> Can I hear your voices? Yeah, I you know. Too. Thank you so much for your patience, first of all. I know we had all this mess with the Internet, and, um, and we, we apologize for that. Sometimes it's just totally out of our hands. Well, we carry on. That's right. <laughs> so how are you today? <laughs> I'm just wonderful. I'm excited to speak with you and to have uh, Simi and the Collective come through if that uh, is in the program. Awesome. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, we started reading all your information, and uh, your website is amazing, by the way. Uh, it has a lot, of, a lot of information that's just mind-blowing. And, and I can see why somebody who's not ready to receive that information can, you know, panic a little bit. But to me, it was it was very very interesting. I know uh, here my co-host, uh, he started reading your book and, and he doesn't read that much and he he was hooked. He yeah. couldn't stop reading. Yeah, it was it was great. I'm on like I'm on page like 56, I think, and uh, uh-huh. and and it's it's uh, it's coming along really nice. I, I really like everything that I'm I'm reading right now and and mm-hmm. I can't wait to finish it. Yeah, it's, it's a great well, book. Great. You know, and cool. a lot of people read it by just. Uh, picking a page and starting there. And they say that it just always has the perfect meaning for their life at the time. So you might want to try that once in a while, too. That 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 would be good. Um, first of all, I want, I want to find out more about you. What were mm-hmm. you doing before 2005, before you got involved with this um, collective? Right. Well, I have, I'm not one of those channels that have been around for 20 years channeling. I just started in 2005 and was living a so-called normal life as uh, in the Virgin Islands, a beautiful place I lived, and I was booking yachts. I had a yacht charter business, so I was booking vacations on yachts and working with my partner who had a fishing charter business, you know, part-time with that. And so there I was having a very different life and when this all happened. And then you, you were having, you were doing a meditation and then how did this information just arrive to your mind? What happened? Well, firstly, I, I don't think it was quite as simple as that because it took a kind of revelation in my own consciousness in order to get me to the point where I, I did sit down and ask for the guidance. And I think this is really important because it may hold true for a lot of us out there that 
we might need to get to a certain point of needing to go to our next level in order to go to our next level. In other words, I was I had every kind of created a great life. You know, I had, had been into spiritual things, I'd used all those secret ideas and all of that, and I had, and I had created something beautiful, but it wasn't satisfying to me. It wasn't enough, and I felt this real sense of not needing a purpose, needing a purpose that was meaningful, that was beyond me. And I was really in a state of, I want to have this purpose, live this purpose, or I don't want to be here anymore. Mm. And even though I woke up every day and saw this beautiful sun and this beautiful turquoise water and everything was great, I felt like I need to get, you know, I need to either leave this planet right now or, or be living my purpose. And I was in a really a state of, you know, almost desperation, I would say. I was crying over it. I said, I really wanted to be doing what I was meant to be doing on the planet. I had that real urgency in me. And when I sat down and did that meditation, now, before I did the meditation, I had come across uh, the DVD, What the Bleep Do We Know? And, you know, I had been studying a lot of, you know, spiritual metaphysical things for most of my life. Since I was very young, I was always interested and fascinated with the topics. Mm -hmm. But never felt like I was really truly living what I was meant to be living, even though I had a lot of knowing about it, you see? Right. But it was so I was in that state of needing to have my purpose and that came across that D V D and you know, I was like, oh, I know all this already, you know, I know this is to be true. So, you know, what is what is where how is this gonna be relevant to my purpose? How can I be in this knowing and, and be not knowing is what I was feeling like at the time. Right. So I I went to sleep on that notion and I woke up the next day and I said, Oh, I need to be channeling. And I was thinking, well, you know, channeling to meet my guide to help me with my purpose is what my thoughts were. Mm-hmm. But when I sat down and did it and did exercises that I read from a book, and as soon as I, you know, the very first time I did the exercise, there was no hesitancy whatsoever at my guides coming right through, and I saw a collective of beings, and they were saying, we have a message for humanity. I was like, okay, <laughs> this was a little bit more than I was expecting, and it turns out that my purpose was not found by channeling. My purpose was channeling, and then in doing it, I was it was revealed to me that that was the very purpose in itself. Oh, and so oh, go ahead. No, I was just want to add to that. That so I was in a place of being ready to listen for an answer. And I think that that put me into a kind of state of almost submission to a higher power of source. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I think allowed me to put my ego aside and allow something to come through. Did you leave the Virgin Islands after that? After spending four years channeling the book. So you, you were there before the you were doing that? <laughs> yes, I was in the Virgin Islands for four years channeling the book. I did, you know, it's a little bit every day. It was a, a lot of energy that comes through and... I could only really handle an hour a day, never mind the fact wow. that I had a business to run. At the I was going to say, it must have been tough, though, to leave the Virgin Islands, right? <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. You'd think that, right? But I, I just knew it was time for me to go and that I needed to go and share this material. And it felt it was it was right, and I don't miss it. So there's too many other adventures, and now a lot of the adventures are in you know, kind of an other dimensional way. So I don't feel like I'm lacking anything. Right. In terms of like where I am physically. So, 
So can you describe how does the information come through? What do you see? What do you feel? Or can you describe that a little more? Well, it's not like I'm being taken over, firstly. I'm conscious, but I'm in a light trance state. So I consider it just a very deep kind of relaxation, really, and maybe an alpha uh, wave length. It's like a meditation. And I ask for the guidance, just like I did in that very first exercise. And I do a visualization, so I'm visualizing white light, in a, and I'm putting myself in the intention of being protected and of connecting to the highest possible beings. And so I'm always in that state of mind, and it's never anything other than that. In other words, I'm not afraid of anything taking over that's of a negative nature because I'm not in that state of mind whatsoever. And that's so much of the message that comes through is about that, about how important our frequency is and our intention. And that, that's so very remarkable. I'm in that state. Yeah, and and I'm in there, and I'm let my ego go aside, and that's very important. And I'm in a state of allowing what comes through, and that is a really important because it's I'm putting the doubt aside. And I actually went through a phase where I I stopped myself from channeling because I was in doubt and I was freaked out about it. I was like, what am I doing? This is you know crazy. How who am I? To have this information and it you know, where is it coming from and all that. So mm-hmm. I did go through that. But I've learned now that, that all that does is cut you off from experiencing. If you have doubts, you're basically cutting your connection. Because you have, you have closed the doorway. Interesting. So I put myself mm-hmm. into that state of being an open doorway, right. yet with the intention of connecting to the highest possible frequencies. And I'm in this relaxed state, and I do a visualization that is a preparation for me, and I imagine myself my consciousness basically going through to a room of pure white light and that's sort of my my uh, signal to myself that okay I'm ready and that's when the beings I, I listen for them, I, I'm ready for them they're always there, they don't have to wait for anything other than you to be you to be ready. So, so once the connection it, is established then, then mm-hmm. do you recognize it? Then, Yes, I recognize it by the energy and, it, and I'm now connecting to many different things. I'm starting to feel the differences in the energy of the energies of the being, but they're not taking me over. So it's not that I'm—I totally feel that I become them. I'm feeling their energy, and I'm translating the energy of the message that they're do, sending. Do you see them? Do they present to you as a visual? Sometimes they do. Sometimes not. What do they look I like? I see a lot of visual images. Well, in the case of Simeon, the evolutionary collective, they are, um, I really just see them as light, just as a bright light source. And they're more, they're very expanded in their way they feel. So my whole consciousness just like basically expands the size of what we might consider the size of the universe. I, I And I feel like I'm in the background, this small being, just listening like anyone else. But their energy is just is expanded, is expansive, and I don't I don't particularly see them as anything other than just this light, bright source of energy. Other beings that um, have come that I've channeled for individuals doing individual guidance, I connect with their guides, and they can be any you know various beings, extraterrestrial beings, for example. And I I often will just see an image of them um, as whatever figure that they rep- they've represented in their incarnations, because most of them are past physical. So they'll show themselves as what they've looked like mm-hmm. as they've evolved from 3D beings. Oh. So there are many. 
that <laughs> I could go on with those. But and some are, um, I guess, feel their energy. You know, feel like a really strong, you know, forceful personality to it, or I'll feel something like soothing and soft. And so they, it's more about their frequency than it is the visual of them. But if they if they're describing themselves, then I will see them too. Is that related to uh, specifically to beings that live in the seventh dimension? Do they well, do they change according to the dimension where they're they're from? The, the various beings that I've connected with, yes, they're from many different dimensions. So you you have connected with other beings? Yes. Like, can now, you give us an example? Uh, and archangels come through, and a lot of guardian angels. And most of this has come through because I started doing personal guidance sessions. And as I started doing that, I realized, wow, you know, it wasn't Simeon that wanted to talk to them. It was somebody else or some other being. Oh. And so that other being came through. And now, now I do this regularly. Now, now in, in your book, um, let's tell everybody mm-hmm. what it is. It's the it's Keys to Soul Evolution, A Gateway to the Next Dimension. When you right. when you wrote when you wrote your book, um, you were actually writing it as they were channeling through you. So you you were just the you were kind of auto writing. Is that correct? Tell explain that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I guess you could call it auto writing. I sort of think of it more like a telepathic translation, and I'm typing it. <laughs> so that's how I look at it. I was. Because I was aware of it, it wasn't like I was writing it without any awareness. I would be aware of just one block of information at a time and don't know what's going to happen one, one, from one phrase to the next or what the chapter was going to be about. So were you word for word, the, or did you edit it at all? Um, I mean, oh, no, no, no. Were you no, asking questions? This is, this is the word for word, the way it came. There were no questions or anything. They gave wow. me the you, whole you, thing. The I mean, only thing that was edited was a spelling and you know punctuation to make it clear what here and there. That is incredible. Yeah, you, you guys yeah. really do have to read, read this book because, it, I mean, some of the stuff you talk about in this is so in-depth and so it, it makes sense, but it's yet so out of this world. I just don't know where it would come from. It's it's very yeah. interesting. Um, and that's the, how I felt about it, too, and I still do, and I'm still learning from it Are these people a human being. These dimensions that you're talking, the people, the, the well, beings. the beings that you're talking to, is this a past? Mm-hmm. Is this a future? Is this where, where, where is it? Where are they? Okay, the the seventh dimension light beings. Well, they they haven't evolved from any physical form, as they say. They they say they've always been a light consciousness, uh-huh. and that they're involved in creating worlds. They're involved in like putting energy into the matrix of universes and worlds like our own like so they're and this they have different collectives that have different jobs like they're they're the evolutionary collective and what they do is they infuse energy when species are ready to evolve to their next level so that's their job as a being and so they're actually they're they talk about how they um work on the matrix of light and they have how everything is connected by a web of light mm-hmm. and that they work with that grid of light, and they put energy into it. So they're like sparks of energy, and they can put these sparks of energy that are that they say we're capable of doing too, and they're trying to help us to get to our next level to understand that, that we are all interconnected and everything is energy. And so that's kind of where their consciousness is. They live and exist in this energetic form where their whole um, being is to uplift 
It's what? kind of hard for us to comprehend that state of mind. They they sort of have a job that's just different than ours, and they haven't been on the same evolutionary path. And they say, well, you some might think of us as angels, but we're not angels either. Hmm. Are they angels helping different planets? Different What's that? Are they helping different planets? Is that their thing? Is just to control yeah. like the multiverse and all that? Exactly. Some people have. Um, they actually. I channeled Archangel Uriel one time, and someone in the group asked, "Well, who are the light beings? You know, who are the mm-hmm. who's Simeon?" And so they said, "Well, we know them as the Elohim, which is the you know creator gods of the Bible." Oh. Which is interesting, and I thought, well, why don't they call themselves that? And I got this intuition about that that they sort of told me. It's like, well, why? We're not the only creator beings. We create with everything in unison. So we don't consider, we wouldn't call ourselves that, and so we don't want to, we don't want to give you the impression that we're the creators and you're not. Oh, I see. Because they say we're all creating. We're all a part of this, you know, this oneness that is creation but they are involved in a certain aspect of it, and that is the aspect of being creating the structure of worlds. And I, you know, you, <laughs> for whatever that's worth. You, you talk you, uh, the, in the book. You talk about the message. The whole the whole underlying message is raising the uh, the energy, the positive energy, mm-hmm. which which I I really like. I think that I think that's a great message. Um, can you explain that a little more about? What what their goal is with us and and what they what they what we need to do by this next uh... is that what they're called a shift in evolution for humanity right and they see this shift and that's why they're here because they this is happening is it's a shift in awareness like we're we're moving into our next octave of awareness just basically like you would consider um, an animal that has a certain awareness its its awareness is you know um, instinctual. And then we came into a level of we're self-aware. You know, we know who we are. Mm. That's another level of awareness. Mm -hmm. And now we're coming into another level of awareness, which they call dimension. They say just for semantics. It's really about a level of consciousness where you're suddenly more aware. Mm -hmm. And what we're being more aware of is our place in the universe in terms Mm -hmm. of that we are not separate. Like we, we came to this realization, oh, we're separate. I'm me and, and you're you. Now we're almost, we're coming to the place of, okay, I'm me and I'm you, but we're all connected. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. it's a raising of that level of awareness. And with that realization of we're all connected is if I shoot you, <laughs> I'm shooting myself on some level. And if I kill the planet Earth, who is a conscious being, I'm killing myself. I'm killing all of us. Right. You know, so there's that that level of consciousness is where we are going and where the planet Earth herself is evolving to. And it's they're calling it the fourth dimension, or some people say it's the fourth density. Uh, there's different term, terminology that's used for it, but uh-huh. basically, and they say it's a shift, and it's a shift in consciousness. So why are all these, all these beings so concerned about it? Is, is it going to yeah, be... Why, why would they bother, right? Right. <laughs> well, that's part of the evolutionary process is that once you get to that state of mind where you realize you're interconnected, you care. You care about everything. And they only know, once you get to higher level, fourth dimensional experience, you still have a lot of, apparently, the polarity experience. 
you still have a choice of, okay, I can go this way, I can go that way. You're more aware of your thoughts on and how they affect your reality, but you still have that polarity choice. And But you're, you're transcending and you're seeing more aware of like, okay, this isn't really a good or a bad, but I still have a choice of going this way or that way. And as you get to the higher dimensions, you have a, real, a realization that you know your choice is only to be of service. And they say, okay, that's... Anyway, that gets into another level of consciousness, but it gets into more of the Christ consciousness, what they call mm-hmm. Christ consciousness of the fifth dimension, where you are in pure, pure thought of being of service, and that's your whole motivation is to elevate. Do these beings walk among us here on Earth? Are they in bodies like us, some of them? Many. Many. <laughs> but okay, they're no. not, but they're in soul, the souls are among us. Okay, so they don't just like come down and take over a body that's been living here for many years? Or can they do that? Well, they could, but you know, again, you're, when you're talking about the, this level of being, they're, uh, you know, they have an understanding of the soul and the energy of the soul, and they know they don't die and be born anymore. They've transcended that idea. So they understand that souls go and they go into different places. And so there are many souls that are higher um, evolutionary beings, higher awareness beings, that have decided to come and be born as a soul within a human being. There's millions of them on the planet now. And they're conscientious of it? They're here to, um, not necessarily. There's a lot of awakening going on. What's that? It has to be like, yeah, exactly, an awakening. Yes, there's an awakening, and some may never awaken to the fact of that, and others will. And others will just be in service and never really know where they came from, but they'll, oftentimes, these people will be those that will be drawn to be of service. It's in their nature. So they will. that's why they came. There are some that are just observers, mind you, and they mm-hmm. might not never know it. And there are some that walk in later, um, they call walk-ins, that the, the soul is like a transfer of souls. The soul that was there decides to leave, and this ET or higher dimensional soul comes in. Mm-hmm. And then there's those that started that way from birth and are just realizing, you know, as they go through life, wait a minute, something's different about me, or, you know, and they, or they just are in service, and that's their life. And what's what's your opinion of a, I mean, what's your input in this whole December twenty first, two thousand and twelve? Hmm. Well, Simeon talks about that a lot. <laughs> um, that and they mention that in the book. You know, this date and this date was kind of a signpost for us. It was created like through time as a wake up call, and now is the wake up time, and we're supposed to be doing that now, <laughs> and. The messages has been positive that we're on our way to where we need to be going to make this shift happen. This mm-hmm. is sort of the pivotal year to say, okay, um, it's time. You know, it's time for this awakening. And there's energy that is being infused into the into our solar system to make this happen. So, and it's been this has been orchestrated apparently throughout the universe. And there are many beings that are helping in the process for the earth and for human the human race that has the potential to move forward. So what's going to happen? Does that include any physical disasters? 
Um, that is entirely up to us, actually, and the planet herself and how much energetic support she is getting to move herself forward. And apparently we've lessened a lot of the disasters that were predicted in, you know, through prophecies because so many people are bringing their light consciousness forward, and that's mm. changing the vibration of the planet, you see. And it's not as obvious People think, well, look at the world, it's still a mess. But it actually appears like it's getting messier. But underneath that mess, there's this transmutation going on <laughs> of people that are bringing a light energy, mm-hmm. which is actually causing a transformation. And, and, they, and the disasters that are happening are the breakdown of an old way and the, the planet shifting her focus of energies and disasters in, um, you know, financial and human-related, human-created are also signs of that the system's not working anymore. Mm. And the control that's behind it, and there's, you know, lots of controversy about, well, who's controlling all this anyway? And I, right, <laughs> Jimmy right. doesn't really get into all, all, all that because they keep it pretty positive and say it's our... It's our choice, and we can conquer anything that has ever tried to control us. Mm-hmm. Now, and so they really are self-empowering in that way. What is the real challenge of doing this shift for um, as humans? Do you think is everybody going to have an equal chance chance of moving forward, or what? What does it take in order to um, trans- transcend? <laughs> Well, everybody, of course, has an equal chance, whether they're going to be ready or not in time, because there is a time factor involved in this, um, because we are living in a reality of time. But as we move out of that, we will feel less time. And a lot of people are feeling that right now, a real distortion of time as the energies are changing. Mm -hmm. But to answer your question, you don't have to know anything about metaphysics to move into this next dimensional reality. You don't have to be, you know, a genius at, you know, whatever, understanding science and physics and all that. You know, quantum (laughs) physics, exactly. And you don't have to have been meditating for 20 years, Mm. you know, in a monastery. (laughs) In fact, you don't have to have been meditating at all. And you, what's really important is your consciousness. What are your intentions? Where are you coming from? as a soul mm-hmm. where is your that's what your vibration is and they read that all these other beings seem to read that they can read your frequency what are you emitting and your what you're emitting is what where are your like emotions your thoughts your where's all your energy all mm-hmm. the energy of who you are where are you putting it what are you doing with it now, what is within you i mean you could be the simplest, simplest of people, no, you know, not intellectual and nothing, know nothing about metaphysics, and be right there. Mm. You know, just mm. you can be someone who is, you know, sitting on a farm, you know, playing with his plants and just communing with them and resonating with them and putting all this energy of love, consciousness, and care, and going to his wife and, you know, bringing her his, you know, beautiful fruits and. You know, with love and care and for the planet and for her, and that person is moving on. Because that's what the planet wants. To just connect to that, that frequency. frequency. 
Yeah, yeah I get it. So, I, I I do get it. So it comes from the intention and where is where you are where you are, who you are, what your being is. So can any any and, of us make uh c- contact this interdimensional beings? Yes. <laughs> there they want that you you probably have noticed if any if you're out there looking that there are a lot of channels popping up because people are making connections and the veil is thinning. Could either of the three of us be beings and we don't know it? Yes. I Well, I've been told that I am. But interestingly, just on a quick side note on that, is I can't channel for myself. <laughs> wow. You know, yeah, it's kind of like, well, gosh, aren't, you know, oh, you're connected. You can just get all, figure your whole life out, right? <laughs> it's not like that. Whenever well, I sit down well, to actually do it for myself. What would someone like us happens. do that are curious? <laughs> like we're like, maybe maybe we are beings. What would we do? To try to figure that out. Um, well, my I would say, and I'm we'll hear from Simeon too if we want on that. Um, is a lot of letting go of your what you think reality is, firstly, because in order to connect with another dimension that you don't even you know you can't see, feel, touch like we expect things you know to be real in our world, you have to step beyond that idea, firstly in your consciousness, be willing to believe, and I presume a lot of your listeners are, are at that or wanting to be there, you know, at least seeking that, so that if you're, you can be at that state. And then again, the simple person who's on the farm might already be there, mm-hmm. talking to the plants and talking to nature spirits and whatnot. You know, they haven't had maybe anybody to tell them otherwise. So to be in that state of openness, and allow what comes through because the first thing we normally do as human beings, if we get a message, oh, what was that? You know, we judge it. We we say, well, that, that couldn't have come from anything. That was my subconscious. Right. Well, that's for you first to discern, to discern is is something coming from, and this is the real problem is most of the time we take everything from the external world and we internalize it. And we watch TV, we hear what our parents had to say, our teachers, whatever, we externalize that, and that's what we've become. We're not listening to our inner selves at all. So there ha- you, and then when we hear it, we're like, "What?" <laughs> we think we judge it based on all the external things that we put into ourselves. Right. Instead what, of stepping um, away. What? Um, in order for you to channel Simeon, do you do you have to go into a deep trance, or do you just connect? I mean, immediately he starts communicating. Pretty immediately, it only takes a few minutes. I just have to relax myself. Okay. Could we, could we do and that I now? Get my, sure, let's do it now. And then if, um, so I would take a few minutes, and if you wanted to do a break or just talk amongst, amongst yourselves, and okay. then. We'll take a quick like break. Yeah, we'll take a quick break. Okay. And when we come back, we'll just talk. We'll continue yeah. talking to each other. And whenever you're ready, just said, um, I'm ready, and, and, and we'll just start the conversation. Okay, and now you can, they'll probably give a little message to start with, and then if you want to ask questions, they'll they'll open it up to you. Okay. Cool. Great. Excited about this. Thank you. All right, okay. guys. Well, you are listening to The Paranormal Show. We are talking to Ms. Jill Mira. She goes by the name of Amaria, and she is going to channel Simeon. Who is a light being. From the seventh 
dimension. And all this is going to happen after a quick break. We are back. You're listening to The Paranormal Show. If you want to check us out, please log to www.veranormal.com. Oh, you can also find us on Twitter and iTunes. <laughs> I put my sheet down. I do it every time. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, you guys. I cannot give you a couple lines. <laughs> I put my paper down. If you just logged in, we are talking with Jill Mira, and she is going to channel Simeon. Simeon is the evolutionary collective of seven-dimension light beings. It's not just one person. It's just a collection of beings. And they all have a beautiful message to humanity, and we all want to share that with you guys. You can also learn more about... I'm Mariah. Her website is www.simeon7d.com. And that's S-I-M-I-O-N, the number 7D.com. There's a lot of very interesting information there. And um, it's all positive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So even if you are uncomfortable with the idea of, you know, knowing that there could be something such as interdimensional being, you know, because I know for a lot of people might might sound a little scary. If you start reading about it, there's nothing but positive energy and love. And it just, it feels good when you read it. I just want to know if I'm a being. We already know that. (laughs) Because I'm taking, y'all know that I'm taking a hard class right now that I enrolled myself in for fun, anatomy and physiology. And I'll tell you now, if I'm a being, I'm going to need that being to contact me right away because he's probably the only way that I can get through this class. They guarantee he's a lot smarter than me. Oh, you can do it. Yeah, you got it. You know what's interesting? When I took that class, when I took all, you know, anatomy and physiology, you, you just become aware of this presence of something else. What's oh, neat. You learn it's like how can any how can your body be so amazing and that somebody had to create it. Somebody oh, yeah. had it's to It's really intriguing, especially doing this show with you guys. When you learn every really organ and its function. Ooh. Talk about what you had just started reading up on. I didn't even mention genetics. When you go into genetics, oh my God. It's like like really like does anybody out there still having doubts and still thinking, Oh, it's only me alone in the world like that is so from the past. What, what was it's it, impossible. What was it you were just talking about, the, the pituitary gland or something? Oh, well, that's another, another That's a whole other show. Yeah, that's an... Hey, when's the last time you went over the We're ready whenever you guys <laughs> we are, are ready. ready. We are ready. We are ready. Yes. Hello. We are sitting in the Evolutionary Collective. Greetings to you. And... 
we would like to congratulate you on this very special year of your existence. Thank As you. As many of you all know and are feeling the vibrational changes of this year, this 2012, that has been so much spoken about. And we hear you are speaking about your anatomy. And we <laughs> wish to express to you the importance of the energy that you have within your physical bodies. Since it is mentioned, and that every little cell and atom even has consciousness within it. Everything in the universe is conscious. And your being, your body, is a collective in itself. And you are communicating to your collective. And you can, in essence, invigorate your collective. That is all the cells in your body. And you can learn much more about your anatomy by connecting with your consciousness to the various organs that you speak of. And they will tell you. They will tell you much more than even your books can. And they can tell you what they need. And you can use your consciousness then to invigorate these body parts. And they will tell you what foods that they need in order to help them to translate the energy from your world into their energy, into their vibrancy. And this is very important in your world today because of what is being done with the food on your planet that is not necessarily so positive because the consciousness that is being put into it is lacking, is lacking in this spirit of connection, you see. So we just wish to, to relay that to you. But again, we just wish to also tell you about the importance of this year, this period that you are in right now, because there is going to be and is a lot of energy flowing through, and you will feel it, each of you, various in various ways. And physically, many of you will feel a reaction to the energy shifts. And if you are paying attention to your body, you will notice where you need to allow some flow as to letting energy flow through you as opposed to being blocked with certain energies. And you will notice symptoms related, and you will think that it is something physical, but nothing is actually physical from its beginning. There is always an energetic component of consciousness that is related to any physical symptom. So you may feel the changes in energy this year in a physical way, and we can get into this more at another time, perhaps in future channelings. And also you may feel a psychological, mental shifts in your sensations. And the more aware you are of your being, of your selfness, and of the universe around you, the environment around you, the more you will notice these shifts of energy, and you can then flow with a certain vibration of energy, with a certain light to it. You can flow with the light vibrations instead of reacting to environmental changes or sensations within yourself. In other words, you might feel like you're going through a roller coaster ride this year as there is so much energy insurgence going on. So you might want to begin to notice your fluctuations 
and flow with a lighter vibration, which means that you will need to be fluid in your sensing and bring yourself into a state of awareness where you are an observer of your scenario, an observer of the situation, where one person's downfall cycle on the roller coaster will be a horror of tragedy, of everything falling apart, and others in the same roller coaster ride, mind you, will experience a free fall of exciting energy, of letting go of everything that they held on to, and they will swing up to the next upward slide of the roller coaster with ease, whereas the other may be finding it a struggle because perhaps they were on a, an entirely different vibration. And even though you are all in the seeming, seemingly same world, this year will find you experiencing a juxtapositions of realities as there begins to be a separation of energies as to those that are staying in a vibration that is dense. They will notice things being difficult as the energy flows through. And it will be more challenging. Whereas those that are seeing a wider view, a wider perspective, and are able to be fluid in flow with that lighter perspective, they will see the world quite differently. And it is the same world, mind you, but there will begin to be a separation of perspectives this year, and it is already happening. And you will notice it more and more, and you can feel it going through your system. Following the ebbs and flows, and we are borrowing an analogy that was given by the channel's dear companion, the in-breath and the exhalation. If you can allow yourselves this coming year to breathe in and exhale as necessary in a natural flow of light, because sometimes you will need to breathe in and intake this new vibration, and sometimes you will need to release, and you will need to be able to recognize that flow and not react on a lower vibrational level to everything that comes around you. Instead, see it as the web of light that it is, and see if you can connect with a fiber of light that this incident, whatever it may be, that came to you or through you, is, it, is telling you, is, it, is giving you to experience. In other words, you are changing your perspective and taking a higher view of your interconnectedness to everything around you and that there is meaning in it. If you can bring yourself to see the meaning in all of the situations in your life, you will have a much more vibrant year and you will be flowing with the ebbs and flows, and the in-breath, and the exhalation in a beautiful manner. Some days you will feel like doing nothing. And if you allow yourself to do nothingness, that, and it feels right, instead of pushing yourself against that ebb of light, you will feel much more in sync with your events. And there will be other days when you feel like you have to get up and take actions. And there will be days when you will need to do that exhalation of action. And so this year is about sensing your environment, sensing and 
being willing to flow with your inner guidance as to where the light vibration is instead of being the cause of everything around you or the reaction to is a better way to say and the feeling that you need to control based on what you have been told you need to be doing at that particular moment or whatever it may be. So there is a need to be very fluid in your abilities, in your flow during this cycle of energy this year. And if you do so, you will find you will be enriched. And you will also find that you will be flowing with your purpose, your soul's purpose. If you can get to that place where you are ignoring the external environment to a big extent and following your inner guidance, you will find that your purpose, if not if it not has has not already been revealed to you, then it will be revealed to you. And you will know when you need to take the action on that. You will know when. You will know that it is, firstly, the purpose. And you will decide it, and you will know it, and you will feel the guidance necessary from within to go forward. And we just wish to say that, but we would like to, of course, open up to your questions and your curiosities and whatever your soul desires. And we will even accept questions from your ego identity, if you must. Do you have any questions? Um, You said that, like, physically we'll feel the vibrations. Can that be inside of your body, like, something foreign to you currently, like a pain or, or or something in your system? Yes, and of course, you will always want to make sure that you are taking care of yourself physically as needed. In other words, we are not saying don't go to a doctor if you need to go to a doctor or whatever it is you feel you need to do to take care of your physical self. But we are saying that prior to any physical ailment, there is an energetic reason. There is an energetic cause. And this year, particularly, a lot of things might be coming up to the surface. So if there is any cause, the cause may be a blockage of your energy for whatever reason. Uh, If you are having a a reaction in your heart, then there is an energetic reason that you can look for within your heart, you see, that you're blocking that energy center, for example. Besides changing your diet and eating differently and putting bad things in your body, what else would you recommend doing? Well, that is very important because the the consciousness behind the food affects your reality, especially now with the vibration changing. Many of you are desiring to eat lighter things, full of nutrition and with consciousness put into it. And it's gross, you see. So there is that. And your other question is anything other than the physical to put into you? What are you recommending? Um, What else can you do maybe spiritually? Well, this is quite a big question, but the most important thing for this year is that you are following your own inner guidance and that you are transcending that which you think you should be doing and from an exterior perspective or from what you're being told you should do, and you find it within yourself, what your truth is. And the truth of one's inner self is different. Each individual is a completely unique being in the universe within the one. Which seems a dichotomy to all of you, but everything is connected, everything is one, a consciousness, yet each of you is a representation of the wholeness. And each in that representation is completely unique. 
And so you cannot follow someone else's dictates for your soul because your soul is completely and utterly a unique specimen of the universe. Just like every snowflake or fingerprint that you have on you, all of these are expressions of the nature of your uniqueness. And so listening, beginning to listen more carefully to your guidance and to connect with those that are all around you energetically guiding you. You each actually have angelic beings that are assigned to you, a gift from the universe. And their whole purpose and desire and meaning for their existence is to guide you. And when humanity for all these years has been taught that they do not exist and they should not listen to anything such silly as angelic guidance, and what could that possibly be like anyway? Well, it is all around you and it is happening all the time. And it is time now to change that belief. Because in changing your beliefs, you create this new reality where you are seeing and feeling these beings. And they show you in everything that you experience. Your physical reality is not separate from your spiritual reality. Is it okay for us to ask them for a sign of their presence? Since we're still physical, and sometimes we just want to feel something physical to re- to relate to, is it okay for us to ask for that? It is more than okay. And that is, interestingly, just what we were about to express, is that they will express themselves in your physical reality. And yes, you can ask them. And they, by asking, you are connecting yourself with that potential. But when you ask, do not ask and not believe. You must ask with the understanding that you will be given a message and that you need to look out for it. And what's the sign to look forward to? What What is something that we can look out for? It depends on many things. It depends on what you are asking. It depends on your guides because actually your guides are all quite different as well. They are also individuals. Mm-hmm. and they each have inclinations. So some of you actually have um, animal spirit guides that are more prominent in your life. Some of you have particular angels that have particular inclinations. So they will show you what is related to them and what feel, what is connected with them. Now, your personality is connected with theirs as you attract an angel that has your nature, your inclinations, you see. So if you are a lover of birds, for example, you will attract an angel that is bird-like, and will speak through bird life, and will show you things that are related in your physical world. It could be a book, it could be a story, it could be somebody mentioning the blackbird in a particular story or essence or statement, and you may see birds at a particular time that give you messages that have meaning, you see. And that will be different for every single person. Other people and their soul guides will be connected to something like numerology. Mm. Okay. And they will see numbers. And the numbers will tell them. Now, this, this, question, I, this question I have for you, um, what is the truth behind our down economy? Ooh, what is the truth behind the down economy? Well, the truth is that your economy is untruthful. <laughs> and we hope that you that you are aware of this and that you are becoming aware of this. 
it has no real meaning. It is a delusion. And this is why it is falling. Because so many of you are awakening and seeing so beyond what they are telling you, the meaning of these numbers, the meaning of having these things that these numbers can supposedly gain for you and that they ha- that is the value of your existence. It's these numbers in your account or these things that you think you are gaining by having these numbers. And none of it is meaningful for who you are as beings. So the truth is in the untruthfulness and it w- is being revealed and you should be exuberantly happy that it is falling apart. The question is, what will you do as an alternative? And we are wishing that more of you are thinking in that direction. Instead of focusing on the downfall, let it go. It is time now to envision. It is the time to envision something new. To see a new reality for your changing, for your exchanging of resources. For your exchanging of your gifts. And not doing it out of slavery to the numbers in the bank or the bank itself. Instead, you are giving gifts that are from your heart, from your soul, that you desire to share and others desire to receive. And that in doing so, you are giving a gift to the universe. And this then is like As you give, you are creating a bank of light, a bank account of light. You see? And in that, many are receiving, and you will receive from them that are receiving your light. And meanwhile, you, yes, you have to have some sort of system of exchange. But think. Use your visions and think differently. There are many out there that are already doing so, that are working on different types of system of exchange of resources that is more valued of the individual and their gifts. I absolutely and that agree there is you. no accounting taken, you see. There's no someone is not gleaning the top of your reality and enslaving you. You do not need the systems that you have. You do not need a government to be governed if you are self aware individuals and you realize your connectedness. You do not need to have something governing you. You are self-governing. You are governing as a mutual agreement as to we are all endeavoring to uplift, and this is what governs our nature and our presence. And does that mean that it's all going to happen quite easily and everybody is in a state of uh, utopia, exuberance all the time? No, it is a challenge, but it is, as you are moving into that consciousness, the challenge will, t- challenge will take on a much different quality. It will no longer be the quality of I am stealing my energy so that I can have more than you. and stealing your energy so that I can have more. Instead, you are giving energy and then you are receiving energy. And this is the cycle of rejuvenation. Amariah. And we'll, mm-hmm. Would you be willing to schedule with us on part two? Because we have so many more questions that we want to ask and so many more topics that we want to cover. And we are um, we have six minutes left on the clock. 
and I don't want to just cut you off and and just say goodbye to you. I want to continue talking to you. Yeah, this is amazing. This there is so much more information that needs to be given to our listeners and so many more questions. Like I can tell my, my co-hosts that like, keep lifting their hands, telling me I'm next, I'm next. They keep they keep wanting asking more questions, but I know that uh, if I continue, we're just gonna get cut off. Would you be interested mm-hmm. in doing a part two with us? Well, we as Simeon are always interested in doing a part two <laughs> and we'll continue to be interested in giving a disservice to you as this is enlightening for us as well. As, as just what we spoke about, that interchange of energy, we revel in that, the giving. And the giving enlightens us as well. And we see it happening in your world and this is what is important. So yes, we are willing and able to continue at a later time. And we are wishing you the best on this journey and hope that you are gliding with the ebbs and flows of this timing until we meet again. Thank you. Thank we you. do need that. We do need I'm gonna be working on rising my frequency yeah. and I look forward to our second part two chat and continuing our conversation. And I'm gonna be finishing your book, which is very, very good and interesting. We all three are definitely on roller coasters for sure. Past year, yeah, so that's cool. Well, begin to enjoy the flow of it, and remember your insight. Your insight. Thank you. And adieu. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for this interview. I will contact you after the show, and we'll will schedule a part two. Okay, <laughs> I'm back. So, you, but I'm in a state. So we'll we'll talk next time. Yeah. Thank you for thank joining. You, Mariah. Really thank you, Mariah. Thank you so much. Uh, I, I I didn't want to like continue. And, you know, the clock is is gonna cut us out, and uh, we we're not even we're only halfway to to where we want to. You know, the topics that we want to cover. I'm kind of speechless right now. This is like. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's a lot of information. (laughs) You know, kind of like my brain is a little bit on overload. (laughs) But at the same time, I get it. I absolutely Mm -hmm. get it. And and we definitely want to make a point and share this information with our listeners and everybody out there. And uh, it's such a positive message. And again, I thank you so much for accepting this interview tonight, despite to all the technical difficulties we had earlier. You're very welcome. Have a good night. Thank I you. I appreciate your time right. and I will contact you. you. I will contact you after the show. Thank you. Okay, part two. <laughs> All right. Good night. Good night. Wow. What do you think, guys? We have three minutes left, so you can make a quick comment before we, we finish the show. But we'll we'll have a part two yes. interview with Simeon. Simeon. Yeah. Yeah, keep it going. Uh let's let's give a, a plug out. To her, uh, to her website. Yeah, for all our listeners out there who are interested in learning more about Amaraya, her website is wwwsimeon 7 as number 7 dcom Her email is sharing at simeon 7 dcom Her book, you want to tell the, the book? Uh, it is... Sorry, Keys to Soul Evolution a get, gateway to the next dimension. And uh, like we said before, 
they have nothing but positive. There's a lot of changes happening in our planet right now. A lot of que- unanswered questions from a lot of people. A lot of people don't want to talk about it. Others are asking tons of questions, but yet we all don't have we don't we don't have the answers. We're such physical beings. We're such three D people. Young. We're young. We're young. We're immature. It's yeah. like we're babies, yeah. and we definitely need help. Mm-hmm. We, we want. Uh, I was told once we are like this. Um, we're in kindergarten. And you know that we we're talking to sixth grade, seventh grade high school people who yeah. are guiding us in the process of growing growing up, which is evolution. And we're they're not and they're not bullies. <laughs> and they're looking out for us. Well, you know what? There are bullies out there, but you don't you don't think about that. You don't well, want to connect to those frequencies. Yeah. You wanna stay away from those bullies and just True. connect hey. with this good, good beings out there and we need that. We need all the help we can get right now. The world is crazy. Hey, there's something really funny I'll just throw out. Is mm-hmm. We had Jerry, the, the comedian hypnotist, on the other mm-hmm. day. And when he puts people under, remember, the one thing that he always does is, is makes them think that they're on a roller coaster. Uh-huh. I thought that was an interesting uh, yeah. you know, analogy that was thrown out in both. <laughs> yeah, both, yeah you know? both circle. Yeah. That's definitely... yeah, we're seeing a lot of similarities from Connections. a lot of our guests. It's It's very interesting. Every show is like continuation from the previous one. That's true. It's yeah. so weird. I feel like I am on a roller coaster here. I think we're supposed to go to a theme park soon. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a normal commercial from a roller coaster. I love it. Awesome. You want to? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, guys, we need to wrap it up. Don't um, forget to check our schedule. We have an amazing show coming up next week as well, Friday night, 9 p.m. Central. We will keep you posted as when we'll, we'll schedule Ms. Jill Amariah and Simeon. We are so excited. We have so many more questions. Please send us your questions. We have, you have time to think about it. What would you ask at, at being from another dimension? Yeah, if maybe. you had the chance. I'm Let's kind of go a little blockage here. but Yeah, uh, pay attention to our show. Exactly. You guys can call in and ask some questions. All right, guys. Good night. Thank you for listening. And have a good weekend.